All right, guys, welcome to Property Profits Podcast. I'm your co-host, Bryce Kaminsky, stepping in for Dave Dubow. And the story that you're about to hear is probably familiar for a few of you and a lot of you looking at real estate where you know it's a good investment, but you maybe don't know what you don't know, and that's fine. But getting started is, I think, the most important part. So um, on the episode today, I've got Alvern and Sharon Martin. Welcome to the show, guys. How are you? We're doing well. Thank you. And, and for forgive, me, uh, forgive me if I brutalize that name. I got it right this time. You did. <laughs> so yeah, how are you doing tonight? And um, I guess the main thing is always the same question. What got you interested in real estate? Well, I personally enjoy real estate and yeah, just giving things a facelift, making it look better, worth more. Like, do you do the work yourself or? Primarily, yes. So you went all the way. Like we talked before the the call, guys. So that's not like we're like, we know, but Kirkland Lake, you drove out to Kirkland Lake to do the renovation or did you buy that thing turnkey? Um, inside, it was more or less turnkey. Outside, it needed uh, completely new cladding. So I had a guy come in to do that. Yeah, I don't, you don't, probably don't want to drive all the way out there. And so... um. Sharon, I guess when he's making decisions about properties, how involved uh, are you or you guys make those decisions together? I think I'm his sounding board. <laughs> Is it a good idea, honey? She's like, yeah. ah, what do you think? Yes. Back and forth. Yes, I'm What's his sounding board because with my personality, I want this to be his project. And with my personality, I could be very overpowering in a very short time if I would allow myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what... Uh, People are going to want wonder uh, listening along that accent. Where's that from, guys? You both have a little bit of an accent. East Coast or where is it? German. Yeah, it's very it's very interesting. Are you guys first? Um, like how how separated are you? Are you guys first generation here? Or that because that's a fairly. We strong... were born and raised in Canada. We grew oh, up in a Mennonite, uh, German speaking culture. Thing found it. Yeah, definitely. So it's like a bubble of the, the dialect. It's like growing up in uh, Southern Manitoba where you get the kind of French Canadian accent. Yeah. So um, how long have you been doing real estate for? How many years now? I bought my first property in 2016. Okay. And it's always been uh, buy and hold for the cash flow. Yes. Primarily. And you're still... Yeah, are you are you guys still finding that these properties are cash flowing for you after, I guess that's been uh, six seven years. Yeah, yeah, these are they're still doing well. <laughs> Pardon me. The I guess the question is, when you bought these things, have they've probably you know Ontario has escalated in in its pricing. Um, have you refinanced them like some people do, or are you just keeping the money in the thing? Or Because I know that right now, when we were talking, you've been using your own funds, but you're starting to go towards private funds. But to, do you save up for each of those things, or were you rolling the, the refinances into the next property? I refinanced to buy the next property. Okay, and they're, and they're still getting decent cash flow. Yeah, I've yeah. only refinanced the first two properties. Okay, so that... that so. Tell the people at home where where abouts because you got a few right where you live and a few um, around Ontario. So 
break it down for people uh, listening at home. So we have one in Wingham, Ontario, mm -hmm. one in Walkerton, one up in Sudbury, Kirkland Lake, and the other one is up in Matisse. So if you're a real estate investor in Ontario, you probably have heard of Kirkland Lake, but a lot of those, uh, I knew right away, um, mining towns, you know, they're great rentals because no one really wants to like own a house there, but they certainly need a house there and they can certainly pay for a house out there. So it does make kind of a perfect storm for a rental property. Um, what's your, you know, like right now you've gotten some rentals. Have you ever thought about doing flips? You ever thought about getting into larger multifamily? Or are you just satisfied with the current trajectory of your real estate? Um, no, I'm looking into doing flips to create more cash. And my focus is eventually getting into bigger um, units with much more doors than what I currently have. Yeah. And so, with the go ahead. With the current mentorship that we have with Ken Dunn, the investor investors syndicate. Oh, investors growth syndicate. Investors growth syndicate. My apologies. Mm -hmm. It's the year of the flip. So he has this contest to see who can do the most flips and make the most money. Oh, so they they gamified it a little bit. So <laughs> yes. Do you know how many people, like, when does it start and when does it end? And do you know where you're standing in that? It started September the 1st, and it's going to end next year, August the 31st. Oh, there you go. And how many people are participating? I'm I'm curious. Maybe I'll jump in there. No, I'm not jumping in the ring. I don't that. But <laughs> how many people know. are in that? And uh, well, there are how, do you, over how do you plan to compete? Over 150 in the mentorship. I don't know if we know how many people are actually participating. participating. So how do you plan to be competitive in that? Have you done a flip before or is he teaching you how? He's teaching us how and we've done one flip before. So. And how did that go? Um, It was okay. I hope to do better on the next one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing about flips is like you can pay everyone and you're the last one to get paid. And sometimes the investor doesn't get paid. So uh, what, what would you have done differently? You know, what was the major challenge in that flip and what would you have done differently if you could do it again? I think it, the biggest problem was that I was needed more work than I realized. Yeah. So I had more input costs and the margin just got pretty small. Yeah, welcome to the can of worms business. I always say that to my <laughs> students in the past. I'm like, we're in the can of worms business. You open that wall, five grand. You should have kept that wall closed. So um, yeah, I mean, flipping can be a lot of fun, but uh, it is a very active business. What do you guys do uh, apart from? Because cash flow in real estate isn't something that people can really retire on these days. So what is it that you uh, do um, for for work in the regular day? How I work at a fertilizer plant. Okay, cool. Making lawn and garden fertilizer. Yeah, we need that, definitely. And so and how much time does that afford the real estate? Uh, Sharon, what is it that you do? We homeschool our three kids, and I own Blooms and Brooms Cleaning Services, where I have there a team go. of so, people cleaning. <laughs> yeah, you're more, you're more, just when you said I, I'm homeschooling three kids, I was like, she pretty much has three jobs, so... Um, <laughs> I look at, 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 at motherhood, like $80,000 a year per kid. So you, you better start earning some, uh, some cash. Cause that's 80, 160 
Oh, it's like a 220, uh, 220,000 a year, uh, wage there. So, um, what just curiosity, why, why homeschooling the children? Because I desired to just build that relationship with them and walk through them every day of their challenges that they can grow their character. And I'm going to be, I get to be their peer mm -hmm. and I get to just walk them through each challenge and, and fast forward their education. Like Delmer's only 16 and he is finished with high school. So oh, there you go. Yeah. Cause you can collapse the time frames if you really mm -hmm. go, go at it. Cause it's the whole, you know, uh, we can only go as fast as the, the system allows us. So mm -hmm. that's exciting. So you've got, you've got definitely a full schedule. Where do you guys find time for real estate? It's a little difficult some days. <laughs> I usually take off work if I have real estate commitments that I need to do. Yeah. Like if you're fixing stuff, that's you're doing that at night or on the weekend or. At night and weekends. Yes. Okay. You make time for what you like. <laughs> yeah. It's a make people make time for the things they want and excuses mm -hmm. for the things they don't. So you make, you make it go. And so. Have you started looking for your next flip? Yeah, when I look at uh, three properties on Friday. Mm -hmm. And where exactly are you investing? Because we know where you're investing now, but you haven't really spilled the beans on where your hometown is. Where are you guys zooming in from today? Mount Forest. See, that's a place I have no idea where it is, but it's Ontario, <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> and so are you flipping in in town? No, it's going to be Owen Sound. Okay, see, I know where that is. So, um, you know, those aren't, those aren't huge markets. How do you plan to be competitive in, in flipping in, in that sort of market? Like, um, how many people are in that, in that area? Well, if you had to we guess. have a number of friends, a number of friends in this area and we try to be friends. <laughs> we don't want to take properties from each other, but I think with the mentorship that we have, like it's it's like family and you don't just take things from other people. So mm -hmm. Albert's going to go and see the properties and we always buy below the asking price. Yeah. As, as much as possible. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, flipping is an interesting game. You know, I've, I've, I've done flipping for a number of years and it's certainly interesting to see the transformation. What What's your favorite part of, of that transformation guys the before and after mm. seeing the facelift that you can give a property yeah like looking at it as it was distressed and then the final like going as far wide i like it when they take all the garbage out and you can actually see the bricks and sticks <laughs> of it you're like there's a living room in here oh i've got an extra like walk-in bathroom on the, there's an ensuite here because some of these properties can be just filled right up with stuff. You ever bumped into something like that yet? I can't say I have. No, no, no. Yeah. We ask that they're clean. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> definitely. There's a pro tip for everyone at home. Like you can write in the offer property mm -hmm. to be empty and clean. You know, they might not like get out the Febreze and stuff like that, but you can certainly ask for a vacant, empty house. And some people mm -hmm. just ask for an as is property when they're buying it like that. So that's, that's actually can save you quite a bit of money uh, and bin fees and time if you can start with a clean slate. So that's a great, mm -hmm. great idea. Now, right now your financing has been primarily through refinancing your, your properties 
and you're in the program with with uh, Ken Dunn doing some like syndication and capital raising. Um, is that how you plan to finance the flip? Or are you still going to go to, um, you know, your tried and, and tested financing? Because you do, you do actually like can get a decent rate if you sell finance, but it's not super scalable in my experience. Yeah, I think my preference would be to go through Ken Dunn and get the private funds through his connections. Okay, and so how is how is that working with their program? Are they going to be uh, giving you the funds, or they're connecting you with the funding, or how does that work exactly for people who are interested in maybe funding. getting into that? Yeah, like he's got a lender list of a lot of people that want to. Yeah, so he's going to connect us with them, and then we deal on the side. Okay, it's not that we deal directly through Ken after he's made the connections. Interesting, and so. Uh, you had mentioned before before we got on the call here when we were talking that you've been participating in that since I think it was June, right? Yes. What's the biggest myth that you you know you had going in um, that's now kind of been demystified? Like, what was the something that you thought was true before you got into it, and now it turns out not the case? You need money to buy real estate as a myth. <laughs> yeah, well, your own money. It's, some, it's somebody's money, right? Other okay, people's yeah. money. Um, yeah, that definitely was a huge eye opener for me when I realized that because I, I, we all hear the stories of people who like, oh, I uh, got an inheritance and that's how I got started flipping because I took some money and then I made some money and I took that money and I and I kept doing it one at a time. But that is um, not the fastest way to to scale the business. You can use other people's money um carefully and diligently you can return it and they'll let you use it again but uh definitely you can uh you can mess that up just like you can mess up your own money so when when looking into the into the flipping are you still going to be building that buy and hold portfolio or are you just going to be focused on flips in the next let's say i don't know in the next like two or three years i think my primary focus is still the long-term hold but I'm doing the flips just to create more cash. Any of the kids showing interest in uh, in watching you guys or participating in that, going and throwing the paintbrush up? Absolutely, yes. Delmer is actually doing his first investment with tonight. <laughs> he's handing over his first investment to another real real estate investor, so he's quite excited. <laughs> how does how does that work? Using his own funds. Oh, like he's going to, I guess, sorry, go ahead. He's loaning out his funds to another investor. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, there's, I mean, it's the money is always an interesting component. I, I always enjoyed the acquisition side. You know, the money side is important and, and definitely I can't do a deal without capital i mean you can do some sort of weird financing but ultimately you do need capital to do these deals but what's the uh have you been mostly buying on mls or have you been buying on uh, off market you've any, any of those opportunities come to you i've checked into some off market but that deal fell through the latest one that i was checking into and how did that come to to your attention uh through acquaintance like referral people know that you're doing the business they're like hey you should 
go and look at this thing or or this is my uncle's cousin's house or something like that. Yeah. 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 So clearly you've been doing it long enough in your social circle that people are starting to bring those to you. Um with with uh you know, because you've been marketing all as far as like your acquisitions have been kind of all over Ontario. How do you approach finding real estate agents outside of your market? Or using the same agent for all of your acquisitions out there? No, I've made some connections within different cities of real estate agents that are investor focused. Mm -hmm. How do you determine if they're investor focused though, I guess is the question. Uh, Through referrals and also questioning them on certain aspects, like how much they understand about investing. Mm -hmm. And if they have any investments themselves, always is a bonus too. Okay, that's an interesting because I'm 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 definitely on on board with the like referrals are huge because like if you have a good agent in your city, they should be able to refer you to a good agent in another city. But I like how you said there if they have investments of their own, um, that I guess gives you confidence that they can help you with the yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how many uh, agents do you have to go through when you're doing that before you find one that meets your criteria, do you figure? I think that's it. I've been pretty lucky so far, but I think I only ditched one and went with a second one. Mm-hmm. I think it was property management that had actually referred us to the real estate agents we have up north. Yeah, yeah, because that was going to be uh, another question. Like with all these properties all over the place, um. How do you manage them? Is it one property manager? Do you have property managers in every city? What does that look like for you guys as someone who's owning property all over Ontario? Seeing that the cities are so far apart, there's a different property manager in each city. Up north, you manage. Yeah, the local ones I take care of myself. Yeah. And how have you found that experience so far, guys, managing your own rentals? For the most part, it's been good. There are some tenants that you have to yeah. scratch your head a bit but <laughs> yeah or Elvern any does sort of like weird damage with... go ahead Elvern does amazing with interacting with the tenants i'm just in awe <laughs> yeah he does he, he's uh doesn't seem like he uh takes any nonsense so that's good when you're dealing with tenants mm-hmm. so when when you're when you're screening i mean like how many Cause you can't have a super, there must like, what's the demand? Like, I guess the question is what's the demand like in places like Kirkland Lake or um, these other small places? Like how long are you, your stuff sitting vacant or is it getting snapped up pretty quick? They're getting filled up pretty quick at the most. They're empty for a month. And do you think that's property management's uh, helping you? Or do you think that's just the, the economy of things in that market? I would think it's some of both. Because the property management uh, refills the properties. I really don't take care of that. Okay. And back back to kind of like on the capital question, you know, you guys are starting to enter the, the realm of raising capital, right? And flipping for the active income. Is that, is that, are you looking to replace your day job with that sort of thing? Or what's the plan with flipping? Because it is a job. So how far you go with it and and what are your dreams or aspirations in regards to that active income? 
I've been wanting to quit my job for quite some time <laughs> and go full-time into real estate investing. Yeah. Cause you're working at a fertilizing fertilizer company. And the first thing that comes to mind is like, well, what, what is fertilizer? And so you're working at a fertil fertilizing fertilizer plant. Um, but regardless of that, I think real estate's an exciting business to be in. Flipping is a fun thing to do. Um, uh, it is a job. And uh, my warning, my my advice, if you if you care to hear it, is try to keep the number of projects under seven. Personally, if you have more than that, it starts to get a little bit crazy. So if you can do two or three at a time, or even when you're cutting your teeth at the beginning, just you know one or two. Um, you know, make sure you're acquiring one a, one a month, and you can do twelve a year, and that's totally manageable for the average person to to do that. But the limiting the limiting factor for a lot of the people that I've dealt like helped with that in the past is their ability to um, do the work. So that's like the scaling part. You're going to need to get comfortable with finding someone you can trust that's mm -hmm. going to do the job because otherwise you're probably going to be limited to like two a year. It's just the nature of things. It takes about six months to get in and out. But if you want to have a business, an active business, that's putting one on the in the pipeline every month. And that's been really successful for a lot of people. And when they push it a little bit too much, that's where things get a little bit, um, you know, a little bit off the rails. Or if they don't go enough, it doesn't seem like a business. So my yes. advice would be you look for one a month if you, if you can. Now, is that even possible in your market? I guess the question is. That's great advice, yes. And yeah, in our market... I probably have to travel a little bit to find enough flips to keep me busy. Yeah. I mean, Ontario is a great market. You can drive, you know, three, three hours in any direction to to check on your properties, but you're certainly not going to be able to like drag your tools and stuff three hours there every, you know, every night and every Saturday. So learning to trust people is a huge, a huge challenge. Um, and learning how to vet contractors is probably going to be your horizon once you start raising that uh, that capital but i mean it all starts with one and then it goes to two and to three you know the biggest problems i've ever seen is just overscaling, uh under managing thinking people are gonna do what's right for the property when they don't own it so as long as you're on top of that and you and you task manage them you're gonna be in great shape well thank you for that advice really appreciate yeah, no it yeah, I, that was my main focus back in the day it was just flipping and I would teach people how to do that. And I, I've seen people do well and I've seen people uh, do not so well. So if, if people want to invest with you, people want to connect with you, what's the best way to reach you guys? Uh, they can get me on my email at marshall.family at gmail.com. Marshall is spelled M-A-R-S-H-E-L. Okay, yeah. So that's uh, Facebook. <laughs> there you go. The Facebook. What's the Facebook? Uh, same thing. Elvern Martin. You're going to need to spell that for people listening at home. Elvern is E-L-V-E-R-N-E. -E. There you go. So, um, yeah, I mean, time flies when we're having fun here, guys. I really appreciate you guys coming on the show and, um, you know, letting people know that they don't have to be in a big city. They don't have to be you know, investing at home to be investing, you know, there's, there's a, a bunch of different ways to do it. And I really appreciate you guys uh, filling us in. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, no problem. Until next time, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.